like the, the elongated back of the head, but little eyes, little nose, little mouth. Like, why would we think like in this cosmic soup, which <laughs> I am convinced has created life sure. elsewhere. Sure, sure, why not? But like that things would randomly have fallen together and that actually turns out they look pretty much just like <laughs> Yeah, <us>. exactly. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 11 minutes after 6 on Wisconsin's Morning News. This morning, convicted killer and former fugitive. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. See, he was on the run for two weeks. Two weeks. Escaped convict Danilo Cavalcante this morning in a maximum security Pennsylvania State Prison, Montgomery County. CNN reports that's where he will serve out his mandatory life sentence for first-degree murder. And you were right, by the way. How's that? They were posing for mugshots. <laughs> With the man in custody. Some people a little bent out of shape about that. I got more on that in a minute. Arrested by a team of law enforcement in military fatigues who'd been tracking him in the early morning hours Wednesday. The hero of the day, Eric, we're coming to understand, was the dog. ABC's Andrew Dimbert. Police say Cavalcante tried to get away as officers moved in, crawling under thick underbrush with his loaded rifle. But the Customs and Border Control team released a canine named Yoda to capture him. When 900 years old, you reach, look as good you are not. Hmm? Actually, he's not 900. <laughs> the dog doesn't talk. <laughs> they interviewed him after he took the podium at the news conference. <laughs> he's not 900. He's actually a pretty young pup. The four-year-old Belgian Malinois leaving a visible bite mark on Cavalcante's scalp. Okay, so the dog got him. <laughs> they cuffed him. Good. Took him into an armored vehicle for transport. But before, as you indicated, if you're watching any of the video, the tactical team that brought him in took a team photo. Multiple photos. And he was in it. (laughs) We were debating this yesterday because from the chopper, we weren't sure if he was actually in the shots. But there he was. Because these guys are in the military fatigues with sort of the green to them. And he was wearing a Philadelphia Eagles sweatshirt. So he kind of blended in. The dog was in the photo, Mm -hmm. Yoda. Now, we don't know if he was mugging for the pictures, like, yada, yada, like, rolling his eyes, like you said. The only, the only stills I've seen of that scene, and it was about two dozen law enforcement officers, some with, mm-hmm. their, with their guns still, yeah. kind of in a pose, and then Cavalcante in the middle of that. The dog, I said, was there. The only, the only stills I've seen of it were from overhead. CNN had the chopper overhead when it was happening. So is this a controversy or not? It is. Some people are voicing concern about that. At a news conference about an hour after the capture, Pennsylvania State Police Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens said he didn't have any problem with it. Quote, these men and women worked amazingly hard through some very trying circumstances. They're proud of their work. I'm not bothered at all by the fact they took a photograph with him in custody. They're proud of their work. They kept the community safe. I say thanks to them and good job. And snap, snap. Right. And <laughs> I'm asking who who feels bad for guy who killed you know, a right, woman in front of her children. Convicted murderer. And terrorized that part of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. yep. for two weeks. People afraid to leave their homes. I don't know that he is going to garner a lot of sympathy, but yes, you, you knew some people would be bent out of shape over it. It's out there. My ally is the force and the powerful ally it is. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstadt and Vince Vetrano. 
No runs for the crew as the Brewers get shut out, falling to the Marlins 2-zip at AmFam Field. What's crazy about the game, or what's frustrating about the game, I suppose, is how many times the Brewers had runners on base. <sighs> they let off six of the nine innings with the leadoff man on base. That's a great job from the leadoff hitter, for sure, getting on six of the nine. We just, there was... You know, there was maybe a couple innings, first and second, and then the, the next hit was obviously not there all night. Manager Craig Council, of course. Day baseball today, Brewers and Marlins. Our coverage starts at 12.35 right here on WTMJ. Brewers don't lose any ground. The Cubs lost yesterday as well. What's going on with the Cubs? They're spinning yeah, their wheels against one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. Starting Good to flatline a little bit here. Head coach Matt LaFleur, he's getting ready to head to Atlanta with the 1-0 Packers and his new starting quarterback, Jordan Love. But yes... He saw the Aaron Rodgers injury with the Jets Monday night. I knew when he didn't when he went down back down to the ground, it had to have been something serious because um, just I've seen him play through so much. Yeah, everybody wants to know what Rodgers is going to do. He's offered some indication of that. Rodgers in an Instagram post Wednesday. Thank you to every person that has reached out, called, texted, DM'd, connected through a friend, etc. It has meant a ton to me, and I'll try to get back to all of you soon. He did continue, Eric, about you know what he's thinking about his future. I'm completely heartbroken and moving through all the emotions, but deeply touched and humbled by the support and love. Please keep me in your thoughts and prayers as I begin the healing process today. And here's the last line. The night is darkest before the dawn, and I shall rise yet again. <laughs> oh, <geez>. oh, okay. <laughs> his coach of three seasons, LaFleur, he doesn't doubt that last part. Oh, I, I would think that somebody of, of his caliber, I, I would bet that he would have no problem coming back from it. I really believe it. I know the type of worker he is. And so it's just going to be a choice of whether or not he wants to continue to play or not. Refocus on the pack here. LaFleur says they're giving running back Aaron Jones the week to loosen up that tweaked hamstring. Unsure at this point if he'll play Sunday. Packers in Atlanta to play the 1-0 Falcons Sunday at noon. And that's it. We're done talking about Aaron Rodgers until he's in camp next year. Probably, yeah. right? Can we be or, done or until now? he comes out and says something. Does he have okay. a news conference at some point? Nah, Maybe. We'll, see. Right. we'll yeah, run anyway. it. History at Fiserv. That was the sound of more than 17,000 people at a women's volleyball match between number one ranked Wisconsin and Marquette. They set an attendance record, new regular season indoor record for an NCAA volleyball match. Also, this was the highest attended women's sporting event in Wisconsin history. Badgers would go on to win three to one. That's good, man. Women's volleyball is getting super hot. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, in part because of the success that we've had over at UW. And actually, Marquette's not bad. No. They're struggling a bit this year, but they've had a good run, good recent history. So, yes, it's great to see. Hope to see that all the time. 619 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Famously branded by former President Trump, Little Rocket Man, South Korea's Kim Jong-un. I can't find anywhere if he is still in Russia or if he's on his way back on the train. I don't know why he would remain there. Putin's got nothing left he's to deal with He's got better about. stuff to do, right? <laughs> right? Okay, guys, I gave you your meeting. Now send the artillery. <laughs> yeah, and go home. South Korea's state news agency reporting North Korean leader Kim Jong-un invited Russian President Vladimir Putin... For, okay, a little reciprocation, right? You've been invited there to spend time in his country. You should reciprocate. You talk good manners, right? So he's apparently invited him to visit North Korea. Putin, according to the North Koreans, accepted the invitation. Either that or just said, 
Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll get that done. <laughs> yeah, my guy will call your guy. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, we got to do that. I would love would love to come on Oh, well, let's set a date. Uh, yeah, hold on. Well, you don't let my guy call your guy. On the serious end, Kim and Putin met Wednesday, and this is all about weapons. ABC's Brett Klinet is in Ukraine. A lengthy handshake and smiles as Vladimir Putin hosted North Korea's Kim Jong-un at a spaceport in Russia's Far East. Putin could be getting access to vast stockpiles of North Korean munition to resupply his forces in Ukraine. Their talks lasting about two hours. Yeah, Washington Post talking about just how serious that is. The headline of their article, Kim Jong-un's visit to Russia, hints at grim battlefield math for Putin. Basically, what they're saying is, look, Putin's getting desperate if he's got to go to North Korea to get munitions. But that is fueling at least their ability to, or he hopes it will, to stand the ground that they've gained in the war in Ukraine. And he needs these conventional weapons in order to continue doing that. So back on the funny, they uh, what do they eat? Remember you said they were at that uh, table? Yeah, it looked like the Empire Strikes Back table. Washington Post reports they dined on duck salad. Ooh. And something else here pretty fancy as well. Uh, Reuters is posting that Kim, Jong, Kim Jong-un got a tour, was invited to check out the limousine, Putin's limousine. He's apparently a, a car aficionado. Check out the torque here, huh? Yeah. Look at this trim level. <laughs> like Putin told him, go ahead, sit and sit in the back, check it out. That's according to Reuters. Uh, let me see. Putin and Kim shook hands at the Vostokny Cosmodrome in Russia's Armour region. Two sides held no new media availability, issued no communique, no details publicly announced. Is that like the, the CFO letting the, letting the intern sit in his chair in his right. office for no, a moment? Oh, look how good it is over here. No, go, no, go ahead, sit in it. All right, now get up. <laughs> get up. I get still out of wanted, my car. That's, uh, when, I, when I first saw the headline, I saw like tour and invited him to see. I thought, oh, for sure. For sure he gave him a tour of the train. Jeez. <laughs> Remember, Kim Jong-un traveled by this armored train. Hey, Very this fancy. Out, this out, huh? That was a labored setup, Vinny. Uh, <laughs> to be able to use that. He had to get a tour of the train, no? Mm-hmm. You know he wanted to show him. Take out these leather seats, huh? Right. How about that? Look at what we got going over here. It's plush carpet. So I, I still can't figure out whether... Kim has left Russia, but you figure with no more business, they had their summit, they had their dinner. That's Where else that. is he going to go? I mean, he has no other place to visit, right? This is about the only guy who will meet with him. I don't think China's saying, come on over, Not stop yet. by. Right. So that is the meeting between Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin this morning. Again, on the serious side, whether or not uh, North Korea can continue to outfit or would be able to outfit Russia with these conventional weapons so they can continue their war in Ukraine. That remains a serious question this morning. So a record-setting night at Pfizer Forum. We've got that in sports coming up at 6.45. Okay, so I'm going to play some sound for you. This is from the floor of the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. What do you notice about the sound of this recording from the casino? What do you hear or not hear? I know. I don't hear any. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's no. Right? You guys are. You are correct. There are no slots because MGM was hacked this week, shutting down everything the hotels, the keys, the slots. Nothing was working. The machine wouldn't take the tickets and. It was just chaos. Hacked. Oh, wow. You can do that? 
Ocean's yes. Eleven, man. The hacking group Scattered Spider. Because the house always wins. Led by George Clooney. <laughs> hacking the MGM. So Caesars got hit earlier, Reuters is reporting. Caesars paid tens of millions of dollars to hackers who broke into their company system in recent weeks and threatened to release everything. Now they're doing the same thing to MGM, and MGM's trying to fight this battle right now to see if they can figure this out. The group posted, hey, took over a 33, I think $33 billion company. I mean, that's a lot of money. So uh, I'm not going to go for the, the small fish. I'm going to go straight for the head of the dragon. And if we can take out a casino, that's... That's a lot of money that's involved. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, that's So they're still shut down? So they're slowly coming back, but as of now, not everything is up and running. They say they're still having some issues with their corporate email, their restaurant reservations, their hotel booking systems, and not just Vegas. Like, this is in other places as well. It's so bad that Moody's is warning that this could affect MGM's credit rating because of this, and this is just the latest. So now cyber attacks, you're going to see at some of the biggest places – even so this is like a ransomware or yes. ransom? Oh. Yep, ransomware just you like You pay us we X dollars and yep. we'll put you back to normal? Mm-hmm. Because the house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet, and then you take the house. It's time to celebrate that everyday hero. That's right. We like to celebrate the average John or Jane Doe who had no idea that when they got up that morning, they may save a life. Our everyday hero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. So today we go to Florida events. In Florida, there is a 12-year-old boy named Austin McMillan. Oh, this headline starts mm-hmm. Florida boy. Yes, a not Florida, Florida man. Boy. <laughs> yes, Florida boy was swimming with his therapist, Jason Paquette, so perhaps a behavioral therapist, also a babysitter, whatnot, swimming with him in the, in the family pool when Paquette told the boy, hey, you know what I'm going to do? Let's see how long I can hold my breath underwater. Uh-oh. So Paquette goes under, and he never comes up. It's like six to five minutes he was underwater. And I was like, that's way too long. He cannot do that. So that Austin just said, he told ABC there, it was either six to five minutes, so five or six minutes, and he was still under the water. And, and the boy's like, no way. <laughs> There's no way he's still holding his breath. Had to be at that, like, at two minutes. So he jumped like, in. this doesn't feel right. Right. Jumped in, grabbed Paquette from the bottom of the pool, pulled him to the surface. He tells ABC that he ran out in front of the house to scream for help, first of all, but then he realized he couldn't wait. He had to do something, so he started doing CPR on the man, and it worked. I gave him CPR. And where did you learn to do that? I just saw it on TV. Yeah, so <laughs> so he's not like Red Cross trained. No, he saw it on Stranger Things. Perfect. Stranger Things. Of course, the HBO, or not HBO, I'm sorry, the Netflix cult classic Stranger Things. It was a great scene, actually, from uh, season one. Hopper trying to save young Will's life. Hopper's giving him CPR. Yeah. They're in the underworld. He's having flashbacks of his own son's death and whatnot. Just a, it's actually a, an amazing emotional scene that really gets you into like the character development of the show. Anyway. Sure, and stuck with this kid. Yes, it was so great that it worked for him, and he was able to save a life because of it. And you can bet that Jason Paquette, the man, is happy that he was fascinated with the underworld. I'm just so like amazed at how strong he was and how wise he was in that moment. And I always want him to know that he is a hero. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so congratulations and thank you to 12-year-old Austin McMillan for watching so much TV and saving <laughs> the life of Jason Paquette.
pulled him out of the water and saved his life. How about that? Everyday Hero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano. Well, this always seems to happen. That's what makes baseball baseball. The Brewers get shut out at AmFam Field, falling to the Marlins 2 to zip. Here's the good news, though, is that the Cubs lost yesterday, too. So now the Brewers stay four games up. The magic number, can we talk magic number yet? We can, except I can't do the math this far out. Did you do it? It's 13. Magic did number do the is 13. So when we say magic number, that means a combination of Packers wins and or Cubs losses. So Cubs lo- each one of those is worth yeah. a point, right? Mm-hmm. What did you say, 13? 13, right. Okay. Now. So I'm curious. Uh, Matt Arnold joins us an hour from now. Does he already have that written up on the, on the little dry erase board in the nice. office? I like it. Very curious. Day baseball today at AmFam Field. Brewers and Marlins, our coverage starts uh, right after 1230. First pitch just after one, right here on WTMJ. Packers head to Atlanta on Sunday. All good, right? Everybody's happy. Everybody feels great coming sure. off the yeah. first game of the year. Quarterback Jordan loves game one performance. Much has been made about LaFleur finally being able to run his offense, right? Everybody said Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's changing the plays all the time. We don't, we don't know what Matt LaFleur's offense really is without Aaron Rodgers changing the plays at the line of scrimmage. LaFleur was asked how often Jordan Love was doing his own thing under center in game one. Other than the time that I didn't get him a play in a timely manner, uh, I, don't, I don't think there was one time. Okay, so injury report. Packers wide receiver All Christian right. Watson hoping to play Sunday after missing the opener with a hamstring injury. And running back Aaron Jones is a wait and see at this point as he looks to loosen up the hammy following that tweak in week one against the Bears. Packers and Falcons in Atlanta. That's a noon kick Sunday. Holy cow. I cannot believe this. Yeah, ESPN Peyton's Manning reacting to Peyton Manning reacting the same way that like we all did, right? In that moment, you saw Aaron Rodgers go down four plays into his Jets debut. I'm Torn Achilles tendon. He will be back, or won't he? Jets head coach Robert Sala. I mean, I'd be shocked if he's if this is the way he's going to go out. But uh, but at the same time, for him, uh, he's got he's working through a whole lot of headspace uh, things that he needs to deal with, and uh, that will be the last thing I talk to him about. Yeah, so they're kind of not at that point yet. Like it's so uh... <laughs> two three days ago. Right? So <laughs> what do you, you think? Twenty twenty four. Just I'm, uh, no no no. I'm just asking. Just curious. Rodgers actually did have an emotional Instagram post. He first thanked everybody who's reached out to him, said he is heartbroken, moving through a lot of emotions. But it's the last line that's getting, if there's any indication of what his intentions are for next season, the night is darkest before the dawn, and I shall rise yet again. I shall rise. (laughs) Okay, Vader. Rise. At Pfizer. History at Pfizer form. Women's volleyball match between number one ranked Wisconsin and Marquette. They set an attendance record. More than 17,000 people were at the game or the match. Pretty awesome. It's a new regular season indoor record for an NCAA volleyball match. Also the highest attended women's sporting event in Wisconsin history. And it happened last night in Milwaukee. Badgers would go on to win 3-1. to one. And that distinction was just broken, right? I mean, didn't they set that record at the Kohl Center last season? Mm, yeah, right? that's right. Yep. So I think Pfizer seats slightly more than the Kohl Center. So Now we just got to get them playing at Lambeau and fill that place Somebody's up. thinking about that right now, right? Camp Randall, why they, not? If they can fill Nebraska... They can fill the Cornhusker Stadium. They can fill Lambo. 
649 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Apparently a beautiful sunrise today. Got this text from Janine in Lake Country. She said, uh, driving into the sunrise right now, beautiful, and I see these white tails in the sky above the clouds. Are those just those vapor trails? Looks unusual. So I texted back. said, just let us know if you see any aliens. <laughs> That's not or what you want. Some to kind hear. of contrail conspiracy. Contrails, Fair though. Right? Fair no conspiracy. <laughs> I had aliens on the brain because uh, you came and mentioned it, Jen. This, these folks in Mexico who, uh, so this was actually delivered to a governmental body, yes. like this report on what they say are alien corpses that have been uncovered, and they had these pictures and video they presented to this governmental body in Mexico. These alien corpses. I'm. I am willing to believe a lot of stuff and probably more stuff than I should, but this one ain't doing it for me. Wait, you don't think that there are aliens or you don't no, think No, I do those, think there are aliens. But you think these are fake aliens. Them aren't them. You think they, they look like a pinata. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took, right? Like it took some extra pinata uh, right, um, ingredients. Right, Eric said it was paper mache. Yeah, yeah, well, pinatas, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. um, casting. So do you, um, do you have an alien that you like? Like for a long time, E.T. was like everybody's go-to alien, right? He was like friendly and lovable and... You know, from a pop culture standpoint, I'm not talking about real aliens, but by all means, if you know real aliens, give us a call. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy have a lot of aliens, right? So okay, Rocket is an alien yeah. uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Groot. Superman is famously I was say, an that's alien. That's got to be my favorite alien. Um, Spock from Star Trek. Spock's a good one. Pretty um, good guy. Yoda. I got a whole list here. See, I do this thing sometimes on social media where I rank things, and I've got a whole list of alien rankings. Um, when the, there was news this summer, there was a there was a hearing or something, right, about aliens yep. and UAPs, people who have seen yes, unidentified oh, actual testimony before U.S. Congress Correct. from like ex-military guys yes. saying like yes, we have actually interacted with aliens. But Correct. Let, let me ask you this, which got a shoulder shrug. So when we looked at the pictures yesterday of not my favorite alien, Correct. the one that was paper mache or whatever. Immediately was like laughing at it and scoffing. But then it got me thinking, what would it have to look like for me to think it was real? Men in Black. No, no. Uh, Independence Day. Like one of those things? Right. I mean, that was the whole thing about Independence Day's aliens. They were imposing. They were large. They were. Remember when they were, when he grabbed the guy with the tentacles and then he used his vocal cords <laughs> to speak for him? Like, that was some scary stuff, yeah. guys. Yeah, like, that cool. is one that would send shivers up my spine. And as it turned out, they didn't look like people. That's the other thing. Like, you, you have to know, you have to believe that, like, these aliens that were presented here in Mexico, like, they're largely humanoid forms, okay? They got the, you know, the standard alien. Actually, it really looks like E.T., like the, the elongated back of the head, but little eyes, little nose, little mouth. Like, why would we think, like, in this cosmic soup, which <laughs> I am convinced has created life sure. elsewhere. Sure, sure, why not? But, like, that... Things would randomly have fallen together, and that actually turns out they look pretty much just like <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Right? right? That seems no. that seems odd. Is there is there a way that you think aliens look like like Alf? Do you think they look like Alf? Ooh, <laughs> right. I, I never liked Alf. No, it's too corny. The humor. <laughs> <laughs> don't, always, hey, don't listen to our show from 7 to 9 on ESPN <laughs> Milwaukee, Vince. Oh, who's the big fan? Chewy? Uh, probably. I don't know. I mean, how about the guy from Actual Alien, right? With Sigourney Weaver. That was a That's scary a looking one. alien. Like That was one. Right? He Predator's was an alien as Predator well. with the dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. I like to think Jamaican of, predator. of yeah. aliens like in, what was what was the Jodie Foster one? The Contact? Contact. Right? You That's know? interesting where it's more cerebral. Yeah. And they, arrival, arrival's got a great alien. Oh yeah, yeah. Coneheads, 
See, I kind of those, <laughs> are, those are my aliens. Okay, if I have to pick the aliens, they're the ones that are unintimidating. Is unintimidating even a word? Sure. Not intimidating, um, and enjoy Subway sandwiches like I do. Six fifty-eight. I think we've moved <laughs> things forward today. Thank you, Jenny. You're welcome. For all of that. 